Oh, yeah, I can see it. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have begun. My mic sounds nice. Check one. Do you want to say anything funny to start the show? I always say the funny stuff. Do you want to say anything? Uh, don't have anything funny to say. You put me on the spot. So ne Negroes in America. Yeah, you know how we do. Anyway, welcome back to the PLP podcast. Episode number 40. We are officially middle age. Yeah. That's how you turned about 10, 15 years ago? <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> nah, my mama probably turned 40 about 20 years ago. She's and you a, know I'm still a... Old broad. You know I'm still in my early 20s. Yes, and as beautiful as ever. Yes, well, you know... No. Rest so what's going on? Full and rotund. Anyway, this is your boy Carlos D. This is your girl Christy. Please like, rate, find us, review us, subscribe to us on Apple Pay, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you find great podcasts. You can also follow us on the Instagram at the POP Podcast, where Christy, the communications director, will finally do her job, even though she has not posted. She didn't even put up a Happy Thanksgiving Day post. And over two you know, weeks. you know what had happened was, but the, there's like peak periods that you're supposed to post on Facebook to get the ultimate views and some potential likes, and I missed that window. So by the time I was like, let me post a thank Thanksgiving message, I'm like, it's too late. So I ain't even um like yeah, I I fell off, I forgot. Well, um, sweetie, we not on Facebook, so I don't know what you're talking about. What did I um, did I say? See, look hmm, on um Instagram, Instagram. Can I we just did. tell people the, the truth? Can we tell them the real truth? <laughs> no, because you're about to make up something crazy. Ever since you got that new boo-boo and you be getting that long, strong, you ain't had time to do nothing else. Can you be honest and just admit that to the people? That's not true. So um, you saying you saying the loving isn't good? I am not saying that. <laughs> I am I am highly satisfied. Um I don't know. I just need to get back on my on my IG game. And that's all I can say. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bless her father. She's been getting some good good loving. <laughs> well, one of us has to. <laughs> oh. I am celibate now, so I'm just joking. Uh, but anyway, yeah, and you also you can find us on uh send us emails at the PLP podcast. Uh, the PLP podcast at gmail. Dot com. Uh, dot com. So yeah, y'all. Do you want to uh, give a brief recap of your Thanksgiving? Um, with the first Thanksgiving with the new boo boo. Did you get Thanksgiving some, um... was awesome. Was so, the turkey yeah. not the only thing that got stuffed? <laughs> Child, poor save them. So Thanksgiving was great. It was a little different this year. Um, I have both of my maternal grandparents in the same state. So it was no traveling back and forth and choosing who I was going to see. Like I got to see both of them on the same day. So it was a little bit of anxiety about that because you didn't want either set of grandparents feeling some kind of way. But, you know, I managed and I managed that well. Uh, of course, like I'm when I go to Thanksgiving or anything where we have like people like a potluck for my family, they always want me to bring deviled eggs and a chocolate chip pie. 
So I did my little deviled eggs. I did a chocolate chip pie. I did, and I did some um, string beans. I was supposed to do corn pudding, but I didn't get to that. But it was very good, well-received, ate lots of food, drank a lot. And um, I made a Thanksgiving playlist this year, too. So there's not a whole bunch of Thanksgiving-themed songs, but like I, I put like songs related to food on there. Like um, I think, what's her name? Lita James. Leela James has a song called Soul Food. Anthony Hamilton, um, Cornbread Fish and Collard Greens. Um, and just a couple of other, other songs. I had a really nice playlist to, to set the mood as we ate Thanksgiving dinner. So it was good. Uh, the boo-boo came with me to my mom's house. Um, and, uh, yeah, we celebrated Thanksgiving. It was wonderful. Now I got a question for oh, you. Yes, yes. Do you, do you put the paprika on the uh, deviled eggs? Eh, sometimes. Not all the time. It's not a requirement. It's just for decoration because it really doesn't have a taste. But no. Nah. <clears throat> and I make my deviled eggs sweet. I, I'm not, you know, some people make deviled eggs and they're real, very mustardy and kind of... um just not sweet but i put sugar in my deviled egg mix with some mayonnaise and relish and it's the bomb i'm known for my deviled eggs and they must be sweet but nah Mm-mm. that's why we got a diabetes issue in the black community because of you everything don't gotta well, be sweet yes it does i don't like no mm-mm. and then no nah, i don't like the mustardy deviled eggs it just tastes like you just mashed up the yellow stuff and put it back in the um shell all right. Well, you lose your foot to diabetes to the sugars. Don't don't say I ain't warned you. My name ain't Big Mama. But anyway, so how was yours? What you make? I ain't make shit. I got money. I go to uh put the order in at the Wegmans. My aunt pick it up. She put it in the oven mm-hmm. to burn the oven, and I'm done. I don't bring anything, but I I just supply the money because I think the last three four years, my generation has been made in charge of providing the food for Thanksgiving. My mama and the mm-hmm. generation, they bowed out. My grandma, she checked out because she just got too old to cook. So now it's on us to make Thanksgiving go. Without us, we ain't going to have no Thanksgiving. So that's all. Um, same thing. Chill, football, family. And um, that's it. Kept it simple, mm-hmm. kept it chill. Home mm-hmm. by eight. Home by eight. I was in bed by like 10, 30. I had a bad headache. I ate and drank too much. But um, and, and plus I'm getting old. I'm getting old. So, I believe y'all drink too much because your granddaddy and your great and your step grandmama definitely tried to get me drunk. I think they were trying to get me involved in some type of freaky old people threesome. Do not, do not. I saw them both. Do you do admit that your great? Do you admit your step grandma was trying to holler at me when I we was at that not, barbecue? I do not admit that my grandmother did not try to holler at you. Uh, you're making it up. Maybe that's maybe you're projecting. Maybe you wanted to uh, get up all in that. But um, she's taken, homie. I ain't gonna tell you what she whispered to me when I was in the bathroom. Did, I, no, but my grandparents do like get it in. I remember like back when um, Incredible Hulk's was like a big deal. You know, the uh, was it Hennessy and Hypnotic, and you mix it together and it turns green. Like my grandmother was selling that. I mean, not selling that, but serving that. And then, like whenever we would like get together, she would bring if she, if we weren't at her house, she would bring um stuff to make shots like um limoncello shots or um buttery nipples stuff like that she would bring the ingredients and we would you know she she definitely gets it in she gets it in but yeah yeah good time shout out to the christie family yeah yeah big up big up okay let's get to the show let's get to the media show we ain't got all day to be wasting people's time talking about our personal lives (laughs) 
So, All right, what's doo-doo, the beat? Overreaction or no? Yeah. Where are the sound effects at? Um, that's on layaway. We're going to get those out in probably about three to four months. I got to pay week to week, so I don't got the money all the way to get the full sound effect board yet. But it's coming. It's coming. Stop hating. Okay. All right. Quick overreaction or no? So in the news this over the weekend, uh, or I guess around Thanksgiving time, we're talking about Thanksgiving. Comedian, everybody's least funny comedian, Kevin Hart. His son had a birthday, first birthday party. This is the son that he uh, recently had. And they had a Cowboys and Indians birthday party. And the internet was in all an uproar about this. Have you heard about this story? I did hear about it. So I'm asking, was the was the internet... Oh, was the internet proper to say, oh, to be rightfully offended by the fact that Kevin Hart, world famous comedian, even though he's not funny, had a cowboy in, in Cowboys and Indian birthday party for his one year old son? What's your thoughts? My thoughts are number one, and this is a message to anybody on Instagram, Facebook: stop sharing your entire freaking life. Like y'all could have had that Cowboys and Indians party and offended nobody. But you choose to put it on the internet, and so you're open it up to criticisms and opinions, and to get dragged. And um, they deserved it because you put it out there. And number two is it is offensive to those who identify as Indian or Native American. I'm not even sure which term is like politically correct, but people were offended by it, and it wasn't funny and it wasn't cute. Um, and hopefully they learn a lesson. Stop putting everything on Instagram. That's just how I feel. Boom. To the point. What you think? Mm. I mean, that's literally how people make their money, though. That's how uh, Kevin Hart... I mean, he makes his money, of course, from TV and movie shows. But a part of that he's so popular is that he has his Instagram and his Facebook and all this stuff where he gives and really gets in touch with the people. So I think that's why people like him, because he's not funny. You know, he's not funny at all. He never made me laugh one time. But that's neither here nor there. You're saying that he's offensive? Or people yeah. should have been done it. Um, I think people have a right to be upset about something like that because the same thing with like this blackface thing that we was talking about before. You can't have people's culture to be used for your entertainment. Like that's like Cowboys Indians is not nothing to joke about. That's not just something that's from a movie or something that's made up. Native Americans or Indians, whatever they gonna refer to, literally got like massacred, massacred and wiped out and genocide and all this stuff. So to make light of that and just have a party based on like that was just a joke for them to be fighting each other. Well, and then if you flip it around, had somebody did uh, a slaves and masters party for their one year old, you know, they would have been offended too. So just think of it that way, you know, just because. Yeah, just think think of it that way. That's why it was offensive. And then number two, I don't I don't think they he got paid. I don't think they they got paid for to post about their one year old birthday party. But some of these celebrities who are still posting and doing stuff in the midst of their tragedies, I think they definitely are like getting paid for that. Because like just going back to the whole Instagram thing and people um, sharing their lives. Um, Angela Simmons. So. Her ex-fiance was murdered a couple weeks ago. And like during, I guess, the time where I'm, I'm definitely I know that she was grieving and still is grieving. But she was also, you know, posting pictures of her and her her weave and like different clothes and stuff like that. 
And I'm like, I know she's not doing it because she wants to. She's doing it because that's how she makes money. But I'm like, how can you like continue to, it was just amazing of her to be able to push through what, you know, the things that she was going through to still, you know, still push the weave and whatever hair products and all that stuff that she sells. And the same thing for, you know, Diddy, like Diddy's situation, he like took a break from his grieving, which I know he'll, it'll, you can never get over losing anybody, but he was also posting like jokes. Cause he was like, I just gotta, you know, break it up and, and laugh here and there, you know? Um, but celebrities definitely, you know, overshare and just going back to the initial point, they were wrong. And I don't think Kevin Hart is not, not funny. He's, I mean, he's no, um, Eddie Murphy in his heyday, but I don't know why people be going in on that man like that. He's successful. Okay. Okay. Agree to disagree. We will continue to do that to the day that we die. There won't be much of a show if we always agreed. All right, final verdict. I'm going to say no, it was not an overreaction. Uh, Kevin Hart, stop being stupid. Okay, I agree. Hello? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. I was, I, was, I was texting you a message to stitch your loud ass down, making all that noise over there, but let's move on. Banging pots, banging things, doing all types of crazy stuff. Lord, give me the strength to deal with this woman. You can't hear that. What are you talking about? I can about? hear all of it. You, you, uh, you like pulling for you out. You ripping it. You banging pots. Mm, mm, mm. You know, I'm trying to up here trying to multitask. My bad. Focus, focus, honey, please. I need you to focus okay, on one I'm thing. Okay, focus, focus. Jesus. And meanwhile, she, meanwhile, she pushing the microwave buttons. Talking about she focused. Mm, mm, mm. Set your little timer and then go sit down, please. I'm done. All right. Oh, so rude. Forgive her, Lord. Forgive her. Forgive her. She know not what she do. She know not what she does. And meanwhile, she's still doing it. Still moving around. Still jostling things. I'll wait. I got all night. I'm walking. With my laptop. I'm sitting I'm sitting. Continue. Oh, Lord. Give me the strength. Father, forgive her. Anyway, moving on. Oh, so uh, let's get to the, the, the subject of the of the, the matter at hand. I was uh, th- tossing out some ideas as to what the show was about. And then I told you, uh, I wanted to tell you a story about the time that I was engaged in a dominant sub relationship. Oh, my goodness. So you were the sub, I guess? You know I was not. I'm too manly and too dominant to ever be a sub. <laughs> let's get it together. I don't know. You might have a little change of heart. Tell me this story. You mm. you you got a whole bunch of stories in you. Like, seriously. And we've known each other for a while, and I've never heard this story. Well, so I'm definitely my, curious. I got I to gotta huh? keep some stuff for the people. I guess, I guess. Tell me, tell me. Well, how long uh, ago was this, first of all? All my stories are from years ago. You know that. Okay. To protect the innocent. They're all from years ago. <laughs> was this about 75, 76? <laughs> yeah, this was back when I was a player, a young a young player back in the 70s, you know, dope dealing, willing dealing. Uh, but no, so, all right, I, I, okay, I, I didn't go into it, like, it, it happened by accident. I kind of fell ass backwards into it. 
it wasn't like a planned idea that had never been mm-hmm. a lifestyle that I knew anything about or had any real curious or anything to know about. Uh, honestly, not really in my nature to even want to engage in it. Of course, I heard about these types of things, but I had never actually been involved with it. So how was met a woman? Nothing was weird about it. Just met her. Uh, we went, we decided to go out. So we went out, we went for some drinks, uh, had a decent time, had a couple of drinks, drank for a few hours. And then we were just walking around and decided to go back to her place. Right. So mm-hmm. nothing, nothing weird, nothing weird. Okay. Uh, so been drinking, having a good time, uh, end up doing what grown folks love to do. And also play video, too, games. Play video games. Yeah. We started playing some Madden. Um, and every time I beat her at a game, she would take off a piece of clothes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm lying about that part. We weren't playing a video game, but we was doing stuff or whatever. So um, it was normal. So you know, normal stuff wasn't nothing weird going on. We were just going through the motion. She did like you could kind of get some things about it. Cause she wanted to kind of be like directed as far as the ashes is going on. Like mm-hmm. I gotta pick what to do. I gotta pick uh, what we do, how we do it, all this type of stuff. So normal stuff was going on. Did some light. Uh, regular stuff, a little smacking, a little patting some booty cheeks, all that type of stuff like you normally do. And then she wanted me to do some light choking. Okay. Um, so did that too. Fine. Everything was fine and dandy. Uh, nothing happened in, the, in, that, in that particular first time. So then she, okay. it was the next next day. So the night before we was joking about stuff and I was like, uh, let me take a picture of you or whatever. Or she was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you do that. But she was like, uh, so I was like, okay, you want to send me a picture tomorrow then? And she was like, uh, yeah, maybe I'll think about it. So the next day, of course, we was talking, you know, because I don't hit him and quit him. I always talk to him the next day, at least for one time, let him know. That mm, about no mm, freaking mm, mm. So, <laughs> so I'm texting her and I was like, yo, what happened to my pic? I was like, send me my picture. Uh, and she was like, um, like randomly, are you always so demanding? Like that was her response to my text. Are you always so demanding? Right. So I was like, um, I was like, no, I mean, I was like, I don't think about no demand. It's like, I know what I want and I ask for it. It's up to you to say yes or no, you're going to do it or not. Uh, so she was like, okay, uh, understood. I was just making sure I wasn't falling into some dumb sub relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's yeah, what she at said that to point, me. Did you know what it was? Did you know what she meant by that? I mean, I, of course I had heard about this before. I mean, I heard about people, but I, you know what I thought about? I always thought about those people that's wearing like their latex and they got the whips and they beating people and like freaky right. stuff you see like on TV like without you knowing about like what the lifestyle is really about so mm-hmm. she was like and I was like well is that something that you want to do or is that something that you're into and then she was like yes it is and then I just kind of started the process of me like like becoming her dom even though I did not so know did, what to do so I just went so to Google she, and like Google how to be a good dom Oh, okay, so part of that relationship was she couldn't tell you what to do because that would negate the whole dom sub relationship. So you had to figure it out on your own. Well, I mean, I couldn't act like I didn't know because then it, I think it would probably wouldn't have worked out because then she wouldn't have the respect to like listen to me. If I'm so you basically like, oh, had, you faked it. Yeah, you got to because if I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do or yada yada yada, or not being forceful, then it's not going to work for because she's not going to get what she's looking for out of it. So that started the process, but. Like I said, I didn't know what to do. So I just went online, like Google how to do it. And it just started doing what they doing. So she was like, so, so she, but she was asking me some questions. So she was like, so what do you, what do I call you? Right. Like, do I call you like Carlos? Or do I say, no, I said, sir, it's fine. Cause I always look, when you look at those videos, it's always like, yes, sir, no, sir type of stuff. 
So I was uh-huh. like, oh, like, and I didn't want to do master because I said I'm too slavish. Yeah. <laughs> or um, or one of those names when you pledge in a fraternity and they're like, yes, big brother, such and such. Crazy. <laughs> I probably should have thought of <laughs> yes. that. That probably would have been more funnier. Yes, big brother Dong. Yes, big brother Long, Strong. Anyway, right. continue. So yeah, so that started the process. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. So of course, to me, it just started with like, send me pics. You know, send me your boobs. Send me your butt. Send me X, Y, and Z. And no matter what, she would just do it. So then that turned into... <laughs> no matter where she was, too? Or was she like, wait, I'm at the grocery store? Or not, that's dumb. But like, wait, I'm, you know, at work. Or would she like go to no, the bathroom no. and do it? It wouldn't matter. If she was, like, I don't know where she was every time she do it. But if I'll say... And she wouldn't know. It wouldn't be like, okay, five seconds later, she'll send it back. But I'll be like, okay. Uh, for example, i say, okay, what you wearing? The, what are you wearing today, right? And she'll say, oh, I'm wearing a dress, a low-cut dress. Or I'm wearing black pants. Or I'm wearing whatever I'm wearing. She'll tell me like whatever her old details is. So I'll say like, okay, we'll go in the bathroom. Uh, and send me a picture of, like, your cleavage or send me, like, your bra peeking out or something like that. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, not immediately, but within, she, then she'll always say, yes, sir, and then she'll come back maybe whatever time later, whenever she got a chance to do it, and just send it to me. So she could be at work. She could be out shopping. She would just find a way to do it and send it back to me. So you were, like, a Christian Grey before, was this, like, around Fifty Shades of Grey when that book and movie came out or before that? I don't know. I never saw that book or movie. Oh, well, anyway, look at you. How do okay. you know that? Do you, so, do you believe that she was like really into it, or do you think she was like playing along with you too? Because what if she was just like playing along, like, oh, is this about to be a dom sub relationship? Because I feel like, I mean, I know nothing about this at all. I'm just going off what I think. But like, if that's what she was into, wouldn't she like go after a guy that she already knew was a dom for her? Or like, how did y'all even meet in the first place? Was it off like a like a regular dating site or you met in person or no it was off like, it was off like a normal regular dating site it wasn't like nothing freaky mm-hmm. it wasn't like you know bdsm.com or nothing like that it was a regular <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, interesting like, as, as it went on we, i found out like she uh she didn't have any any experience with it either like she from what she told me she like had an interest in it she tried to practice it with her um the ex like before that she had just got single from and they both had no experience, so they they couldn't really figure out how to work it out. They both was like doing the same thing I was doing, but Google at the same time, but it didn't really work because they both was inexperienced. So then she was like, well, "So have you done this before?" And I, of course, I just was lying because I wanted to keep it going because I thought it was like, "Man, this is interesting." I wanted to just keep it going, so I was like, "Yeah, I did this. I've been doing it. For, I've been in lifestyle for the last couple of years." And so <laughs> she was like, "Well, how many people you have?" But then the the bonus of it all is always that if I don't want to ask any question, I don't have to answer any question to her. I was just like, yo, you asking too much or you being, your tone is wrong or whatever it is. And she had just stopped doing it no matter what it was. Oh my God. So I'm also fascinated to hear this from you because you're not the biggest decision maker. I feel like you, you don't always like to make decisions or to be in control in my opinion. And I'm just talking about in general, not in any other type of setting, but like across the board. So how was that like for you to be able to, especially during like sex to say, okay, we're going to do exactly this or turnover, do this. You know, like I felt like it seems like you might've had to come out your personality a little bit. Cause that's not you. Right. Yeah. I mean, that part was always like the, that part was the easiest part about it. Like once mm-hmm. the first time I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on because normally like, like you said, I'm not like this dominant person where I'm like trying to dominate people, especially sexually. I want everybody to have like a good time, be like mutually enjoyable. 
And if me, right. if it's just me always constantly telling you do this, do that, I'm not gonna really have that much fun because I want you to like want to do stuff or tell me what you like and stuff like that. So that, but that part was, you know, that part was easiest because it was like, um, I was like, oh, it's easy, you know, just just get her to do it. A lot of just like smacking her butt, some ass smacking, or just telling her what to do. So one time I was like, uh, because uh, like one time we was like, and I also was like trying to get her to do like different things because she didn't want to just do like at her house or her home. So one time we was like at her work, she was like, okay, I, everybody leave my work at this time. You could come over. And we could, um, I want you to, I want you to come see me. So I went over there. So basically I just told her, okay, uh, go stand against the wall, put your arms out, you know, slowly take off your clothes. Not like, like, you know, like push your hands up against the wall and like push your back out, like arch your back out. Uh Uh-huh. So like do that. Then like shake your butt, you know, stuff like that. And then it was, uh, it was like all stuff that I probably had seen on TV or something similar. So, so then it was like, get on your knees, crawl over here to me. Mm-hmm. So then she would like so, slowly crawl across the floor, and it's like, okay, put your face in my lap. Oh no! Or oh, help undress me. Take off my shirt. Take off my pants. Unbuckle my butt. All that kind of stuff like that. Mm, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. Did you tell her to uh, hop on one leg and bark like a dog? Yeah, a big dog. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. Did. So then, I mean, so was the easiest part. So and how then, long we all together? Not that long, because I wouldn't even consider that. Because then, it, like I said, she started getting to the point of like, okay, because we, we the, even we even got into it, we got it through text. Like she was like, she basically she said, "Is this a dom sub thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, it is." And that just started the process. So we just was doing a lot of texting, and then we never really. So she was just starting to get frustrated to the point was, because one, I wasn't making it a priority to like hang out with her a lot. And she was like, "This don't really work if you don't, if you aren't like physical or around a lot to like really reinforce it." Because then it's like no punishment for her not listening to me. So if I send her a text and she say, yeah, I mean, the first couple of weeks is like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do it. But if I don't show up for two weeks to like be physical with her, then she is going to lose respect and not want to listen to what I say. So right. once I get to the point of like following rules or making rules or, and I wasn't really interested in having this like a long-term thing, it started kind of falling apart. So then she started being like, uh, we need to make some rules or I need to see you more often. And I was really interested in it. So it just kind of started falling apart. So it wasn't a very long time, maybe like a month, month and a half. Oh my and like gosh. I, said, no. I told you because I told you all I was really doing out of it was like making her, um, you know, send me new pics, you know, send me your butt, send me your breast, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it got kind of, uh, also, she was also saying, well, how does this work? Are we like trying to work towards like a relationship or are we just, a sir and and then um i don't even know what, what she's called like she would call me sir but she wouldn't say she no she said she was like are we trying to make a relationship or are you just my sir and i was like i don't know right now i mean right now i'm definitely your sir but also uh we could try to work for a relationship if we got a connection but i knew we was gonna handle connection so then she was also do, so then it started getting some stuff she was like well can i continue to date and i was like yeah but then i was putting restrictions on to what she could do as far as dating like, I didn't care if she went out on a date, but I was like, before you go out, you got to send me a pic of your outfit so I can approve it or disapprove it. You got to ask me for permission before you do anything physical outside of a hug with these people. All this type of stuff. I was putting all this type of, And she would just say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's crazy. So this was an open BDSM relationship that lasted for like a month and a half. So y'all yeah, was like, oh, yeah, that went to the top fast. And you know what happens when it starts off fast? It ends. I burned out too quick. It ends. It burns out. It burns out. So what was like the most outrageous thing ever that you asked her to do? 
That's what that's what I'm saying. I told you it was it, nothing really, other nothing than like really. going to her her job, and, and even that wasn't that outrageous because nobody was there. It was like okay, she was there alone. She could lock the door so nobody couldn't like sneak in or walking on us. So other than like making her do uh not making her do stuff but like doing sexual stuff with her in her job, it wasn't really nothing outrageous to do. Let's say the majority right. of the time I didn't even see her in person. It was mainly just texting her like do this, do that, send me stuff, tell me what you up to. Uh, what are you wearing today? What are you getting into? You, you know, stuff like that. Tell me about dates you're going on. So it, it wasn't really nothing outrageous that I could think of. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh-huh. I blew my chance. I probably should have thought of some crazy stuff to really get her, but I, I couldn't think of nothing in the moment. The other day, a couple months ago, I was watching something on um, Netflix. I think it was called Dark Web. So it's a series about, I thought it was about like people trying to steal your passcodes and your information on the internet. But the very first episode I watched ended up showing these people who are in like atypical relationships. So they had these Asian men who like played this video game on their phone and they got so caught up in the character that they had, it was like these men who ended up marrying the, um, like the video game. Like who are the girl? I don't know. Remember what the game was called, but they treated this game like this game character, like a real life person. They planned dates with her. They took her, you know, um, to the park, out to dinner, and so you would see them like out in a restaurant with the phone propped up, and she and the little character is up on the um, game, and they're treating us like a real person. Oh, and really? then I'm not what. So I understand. So you're saying like they met somebody online through a video game? No, it's a game. It, there's this game that you can download and play. I forget the name of the game. Um, and the main character is like this, just this girl. And she can like talk to you and she tells you about her day and all this stuff. And there are some men who play the game that get so caught up in it that they actually like think of the character in the game as their girlfriend and they carry the phone or the device, whatever, you know, the iPad, whatever around with them with the game open on it so they can see her and like they'll oh, plan okay. dates with her. Yeah. So it's like literally people are dating their phones through a game on their phone. But anyway, the point of the story was there was like a whole separate, BDSM type of relationship going on and they were long distance. I think they lived in two different um, time zones. And so the guy was the sub, the girl was the dom and she would like dictate like what time he could eat lunch or what he had to make for dinner or what he had to wear. And whenever she would text him, he had like a certain amount of time to text back. And, you know, I'm sure they did sexual things as well, but it was, you know, it was outside of the whole like beyond, I think some people might think it's all about sex, but it's really about the control, I'm assuming. So it was, you know, her telling him, like kind of micromanaging his life and letting him know when he could and could not do certain things. And it worked. And I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Like, I, but, it, you know, it's a whole bunch of, um, you know, uh, atypical, like I said, relations, relationships out there and they're working for people. So, hmm. You you did the daggone thing. And, yeah, I, I think and, that might be why I didn't really get in part of it because I'm not really into like telling people how to live their lives. Like I enjoy mm-hmm. like of the the sending me news and the sexual part of it, and it was kind of fun a little bit to you know kind of control her. But at the end of the day, it was like this ain't really for me. It's not something I'm really getting anything out of. 
I'm not really getting a right. kick out of doing this. So maybe, I, I mean, it kind of told me that I'm just not built for that kind of lifestyle. Like, I'm not made to be in that kind of position of power. I'm just dominating somebody because it just didn't get fun. It, was, it wasn't that fun. Like, the first couple of weeks, like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, it's something new to try, but I knew I wasn't cut out for a long term, and that's why probably why I fell apart. Because she was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after a while, she was like, you're not making no time to see me. You're not trying to do all X, Y, and Z. Basically, all you're doing is trying to take advantage, not take advantage of me, but all you're basically doing is trying to ask me for pics or ask me to talk about things that I'm doing, but I want to feel it would have been more fun if I really would have been really micromanaging her life, like, oh, you got to respond within X, Y, and Z, or you got to do this in a certain amount of time. But then I also was reading when I was doing my little Google that you shouldn't make stuff that are either unattainable or unenforceable because then it's not going to work because the person is, if it's no way for you to enforce that, that the action they do, or if you make it too broad or or not very uh, simple enough, they can't enforce it. And then it doesn't work out because they're not going to be listening to you. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, um, no disrespect to the, to the people who are into that, but um, just seems a little bit extreme. That's not uh, your life. Not not my life. Not my life. So, but I'm not hating. You got a story to tell. Yeah, it isn't all. Isn't that all life is? The stories to tell. I guess I, I want to become. If I I want to become a better storyteller, because I, I feel like I have had ex- life experiences. It's just a matter of putting them into words into a way that would like draw you in and want to, you know, listen to the story that I have to tell you, but um, it's definitely a skill, definitely a craft, but that's neither here nor there. Life is about stories. Yeah. You overthink it. That's all. You think too much when you're doing it instead of just getting to the meat of the story or you like overthinking or then you start rambling because you ain't thinking out properly. It's a whole long And then forget what I was going to say and lose my train of thought. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh well. All right, there you go. Story time. The time that I was a—I don't know what you call it. I was a dom in a dom sub relationship. Yes, sir. I was sir, and I, I think I called her baby doll, and she called me sir. Baby doll. And because she was like, "Uh, what? What is my name going to be?" And I was like, uh, "I not even thought that far." I had, so I just like, randomly, "Oh, baby doll." And she was like, uh-huh. oh, I like it, and I was like, "Okay, good for you." Well, that's creative. Why you, gotta, why you gotta be hating? Why you gotta tear a person down? I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. I never heard that one before. Here I am bla- <laughs> basking in the glory of being a successful dom for at least a month and a half. Had mm-hmm. a woman at my beck and call for a month and a half. And a you got whole to know month and a half. For, a whole what? 45 days. You go, boy. You cold-blooded. Ain't. Anyway, we ain't gonna hold y'all too long this week. Uh, we get into the holiday season, so probably won't have as much time to record just with different things. And Christy getting that long, strong all the time. She doesn't have time for me. She's too busy. Shut up. Being in love. Do you want to tell us the, um, anything sweet that you and the lovebird did in the last uh, couple of weeks? The people are dying. I feel like the last week's title was a little bit misleading. I feel like we I... we didn't really get deep into the love that you shared with this man and all that comes with it, even though the title made made it lead to believe that you were in love and we're going to be talking about that the entire time. That episode is coming. We're going to come back to that and we're going to talk about how y'all met, how y'all fell in love, how y'all had kids, how y'all got married, how I officiated the wedding. All that is coming. So that oh, title was a little misleading, coming. but it's coming. 
Okay. Well, then after that, we'll do uh, you and yours as well. So we're it's going to be a tell-all in season three of the PLP podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go find a baby doll, bring her back, and let oh, her get her side of the story when it comes to me as a master. Oh no, no a serf, a serf. Do you still keep in touch with her? Do you keep I, in touch with her? I do not, but I probably st- I never delete oh. any phone numbers from my phone. I'm not one of those people. Mm-hmm. I'm like people that do that are weird to me. It takes so much effort to like go delete somebody's number. Just don't call them or don't answer their text. Okay. But to go out of my way to delete somebody's number to me is too much work. Yeah, no, I don't like if I don't talk to you anymore, like I don't have people's numbers from like 10 years ago if I don't talk to them. But I, yeah, I know people like that, too, who never delete a phone number. And it's like, for what? You don't even like the person no more. So why are you still got the number? Because why am I taking extra effort to delete some number? That's like me having to go back and actually do work when I can just ignore the number. But shout out to um, shout out to the homie Corey, not your Corey, but the female Corey, who never saves anybody's number. I've known her for years, and she still does not save anybody's number. Maybe she knows him by heart. I mean, I think she knows, like, if it's like her family, she probably got that number saved. But anybody she meets, she don't bother saving that number because she's like, man, it probably ain't going to work out. So what's the point? (laughs) No, keep hope alive, Corey. Keep hope alive. All right. You got anything you want to tell the people? Uh, No. Oh, no. Yeah, I do. By the time you hear this, we'll have uh, the results of the Mississippi Senator race. Um, Hopefully that racist white woman will not win. And hopefully Michael Epsi will. So, um, yeah. Anybody listening from Mississippi, I hope you voted. And I hope you voted for the right person. That's all I got to to say. Because we got like a thousand people listening from Mississippi. Yeah. Well, you know. That's our, that's our true fan base. That's our true fan base. The Mississippi Delta. <laughs> that's what they love. Yes, yeah, yeah. indeed. They love your southern twang. My southern twang. All right, I don't got nothing to report. Uh, happy holiday. Oh no, shit. We still got a long ways to go before that. But uh, yeah. Good third by out there. And um, R.I.P. Bubba. And that's the end. Let's call it a day. All so, right. Where can they find us? Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find great podcasts. You can also find us on the Instagram, which you will be updating, correct? Yes, I will. And then you can find us at, shoot us an email, thepoppodcast at gmail.com. All right. Uh, one, more, one last crest. From now on, you call me, sir. Uh, no, thanks. I want to get back into the lifestyle. You better, you better ask your. Uh, ask I need to get back to the lifestyle. <laughs> Come on, I'm desperate. <laughs> this brought back up so many memories. Oh, there's got to be like a, a a website for that. Like, there's an actual dating website called Straight Black People or something like that, like or Black Straight People. So it had, you have to be straight and black to even get on a dating website. And then it turns out Black People Meet. I know we're supposed to be logging off. Black People Meet is owned by a white guy, apparently. But anyway, there's definitely, if you want to get back into that lifestyle, Carlos, there's a website and there's another baby doll out there for you. Good luck. All right. Until next time, y'all. This has been Carlos D. And it's your girl, Christy. See ya. Thank you for being afraid. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah.
کیا 